This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This new public health order will increase the number of designated support persons who can be part of their loved one's care team in a continuing care facility from two to four people. And it will allow facilities to have small indoor and larger outdoor visitations if residents feel it's safe to do so. Premier Kenny making the announcement yesterday that rules around long-term care facilities are changing in our province. They're being eased up a little bit. As you heard, none of this starts until May 10th, so a couple of weeks before the changes come in. But uh, essentially, more people can be involved in the facility and larger gatherings can be held as well. Uh, the Premier saying he knows there are no risk-free options around this, and this does increase the risk for sure, but he's heard loudly from families that they want to see these changes. To find out exactly how it's being received by the people involved in providing this kind of service to Albertans, we are joined now by Don Harsh, who is the founder and CEO of Exquisicare Senior Living. Good morning, Don. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Um, you know, I think I, I have uh, I have a family member in long-term care, and I know this is something they've been asking. The question has been, well, we, we've done all the vaccinating of this vulnerable population. We know that they have... Um, for the most part, been fully vaccinated. I think it's about 80% or something like that. So if we did what we were supposed to do and they've been protected, then why not make this move? Is that the kind of thing that you've been hearing from um, your clients over the past several weeks? Yeah, absolutely. We're hearing that. And we're, we're also hearing not only are the residents vaccinated, but a lot of times the designated supportive persons have mm. also been vaccinated. So both individuals are vaccinated and the families are frustrated because they're saying, you know, mom's vaccinated i'm vaccinated why can't i come see her and so our families have been asking this and you know our answer to them is that the government's working hard um we we trust in the process but there needed to be some work done on the government end to come forth with these recommendations and so we were delighted to hear yesterday but there's still some work to be done um we'll get into the work to be done in just a second but first of all and i think a lot of people have these stories and the premier mentioned them yesterday that these people that are in these centers um really, really need this kind of interaction. They need this joy, as the Premier said yesterday. Just tell us what it's been like and, and, and how your clients have been dealing with this and just how hard it has been to be essentially sequestered for some 14, 15 months now. Yeah, you know, it has been, it's been extremely hard on the residents. Now, I will say that Exquisite Care is a, is a private support of living. So we only have 10 residents per site very high staffing level. So I would say that our residents, they actually did quite well throughout the pandemic compared to the residents in the larger Mm -hmm. 200 bed facilities where they were absolutely devastated by lack of staff. Um, And we hear stories, and I'm certainly part of bigger organizations, where you hear stories of residents with almost something to the equivalent of failure to thrive, which is something that you would hear more from, you know, babies. And But now we're seeing that in the elderly, just failure to thrive. They, they lose that will to live. Um, and that's certainly, we hear stories about all over the industry. So as you said, more work to be done. Um, just tell us, with the new rules that are coming in in a couple of weeks, you've got some time to prepare here. Um, how do you think it's going to rule out in your facility? Uh, do, you, do you imagine, uh, you know, like you said, uh, 10 residents per facility, do you imagine a lot of people are going to be just really champing at the bit to get this going? 
I actually don't, Shay. I think that certainly there's still some fear out there yep. with the risk the risk that is still there. I mean, we're still seeing rises in you know, rising case in the community. So I you know, I suspect my community there's probably gonna be like a sixty forty split. That's my guess, is that sixty percent of our residents and their families are gonna say yes, let us come in and visit. The other forty percent are probably still gonna be cautious. And there's caution around that because vaccines aren't hundred percent. Exactly. And when you have somebody who is in their late 90s or 100s, even if they're vaccinated, if they get COVID, it still could be very, very hard on them. The other big challenge is not, it's around operations. And, you know, the challenge is that our staff have all received their first vaccine, Mm -hmm. but not their second. So they don't have that high level of immunity. And again, at Exquisite Care, we've been very fortunate because we have such dedicated staff. We have such, you know, a really good handle on all the isolation protocols and the PPE that we haven't had any ill effects from the staffing, but there is still a huge risk to the operations. If COVID gets into a site and suddenly you have all the staff isolating, you you still have a very precarious situation where the care could be impacted. So, you know, I feel like there's still going to be some cautious optimism and there's still going to be some hesitancy to go full on with this and i think it's just balancing risk and reward and it may be you know every site is going to look at this and make their own rules that's the thing right Uh, the province coming out and saying this isn't uh, you know leaving it up to the provider to sort of decide what risk level they're they're comfortable with and what kind of precautions they want to put in around um the slight ease in the number of people that will be entering the facility it's up to you guys it is up to us. And, you know, make no mistake, this easement needed to happen. You know, our seniors, they need that connection to their family. And, again, it's all about balancing risk. Right. And, and all along, you know, to be really blunt, I, you know, I've had some families that have said, you know, mom's 100. And uh, the reality is she's going to pass away at some point. And do we want her isolated for the last year of her life? And then she passes away a month later. Or do we want to be able to see mom and enjoy that time with her? So those are tough questions. But in the reality, that's that's what families are considering. And so, you know, we're very happy with this. Um, again, most of our designated supportive persons are older as well. So they've also been fully vaccinated. And the public needs to realize that even though these restrictions have been eased a little bit, we're still going to be living under a different circumstance for months and months and months to come i suspect so is that the new um project for you guys over the next couple of weeks to sort of define exactly how this is going to work in your facilities and come up with a framework that people are are happy with they can get that interaction but at the same time you can keep them as safe as possible absolutely and i think all facilities are going to be doing that so we need to do a risk assessment yeah um talking to our families again we're pretty fortunate that exquisite care that we have smaller sites and we have very engaged families we have zero COVID throughout this entire pandemic, and um, and that's because we were so engaged with our families. They were on board with all of what we were doing. They understood what we were doing and why. And so that's our next project, you know, kind of this morning, is to reach out to all of our families through a survey. Where's your risk tolerance? How much do you want in terms of risk? And understanding that, you know, if COVID gets into this site, mm-hmm. even though it may not be as devastating as it was before, there's still going to be consequences. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's a, a lower risk than it was the last two times we went through this, but you're right, there still is a risk that remains, and uh, you guys have done your level best in managing it so far, and I'm sure you will going forward. Thanks so much for spending some time with us this morning, Don. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Take care. You bet. That is Don Harsh, who is founder and CEO of Exquisite Care Senior Living.